This episode is brought to you by Red Riding Hood, the manga-inspired take on the classic fairy tale for readers grades K through 2, written by Christina Oxtra. In Red Riding Hood, readers review the classic story in a brand new way, with twists in the story, more diverse characters, and featuring Japanese aesthetics incorporated throughout. Red Riding Hood is part of a series published by Capstone and written by various artists with unique takes on your childhood favorites. Look out for Red Riding Hood, available on Amazon and your local bookstores. Congratulations, Christine, on your first published book. The link is in the show description. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. This is episode 109. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deergan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? Uh, also joining us is uh, Colonel Panic himself, Joe Wilson. Hiya. Back from a interesting uh, debacle last week. Oh, it's, so it, it was, it's been like two weeks. We had like a huge work thing happen. And then my son's birthday happened. And we were like, since it's like, we don't want to like have one grad gathering. We were like traveling to everyone's house so we could get a little bit of time. <laughs> and it was like car trouble. It was just, it's just a nightmare. It was a small nightmare. He had a blast. It's fine for him. Small nightmare for us. Blast for him. Oh, to be a child blissfully unaware of what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still I'm still Sans car. It's at the shop still, but it's like a brother-in-law type thing. So it's like you keep it as long as the bill's low, and it's uh, we'll all be happy. <laughs> uh, that other voice you hear is our Tower Casuals lore archivist himself, Mister Josh Finney. Ew, two weeks in a row. Two I know. weeks, guys. I feel like you're going to be showing up a little bit more often here at some point. <laughs> at some point, if I can just get through like the next three weeks and if you can just move, move back across the state, if you can just move and not get sick, and you know, oh my god, pack. no, I, I'm finally not feeling like trash. This is the first time in like four appearances that I feel like I'm at a hundred percent. Good, so, nice. good. We're good to go. That's good, nice, nice. Got a full crew here. Uh, I think I think Willow's on vacation. He said so. He will return, but you know it's it's cool. We got a lot to talk about, guys. We we have so oh much to talk about that. There's a lot. I'm skipping <laughs> uh, pre-podcast story time. I'm skipping housekeeping. I'm skipping something else because what have we been playing? <laughs> no, that's at the end. I put it at the okay. end. That's if we have time, though. Because I know everybody's got a schedule and everything, and I would also like to go to bed at a decent hour because I was up till three o'clock in the morning going through thirteen <laughs> totes of old stuff, and I got uh, it down to six. So, <laughs> um, so that was fun. But yeah, guys, we have a lot to talk about. The Series S was finally revealed this week, of course, an hour after our last episode posted. Guess, this uh, post, so I feel like we're a little late on this. Although we did do a YouTube breakdown. Josh and I and and Ed all did a 
YouTube breakdown, so you can go watch that on our YouTube page. But we're actually going to kind of go really in-depth on this today. Uh, first of all, Series S was revealed. Thoughts on the box, everybody, before we kind of dig into the meat of this? This looks like DJ Hero 3. I'm doubling down yeah. on my comments. That, that's what I thought, too. I thought it, it looks like, uh, like you could go... <laughs> I, I also really just don't frankly care about how it looks because it's going to go in my entertainment center anyways yep. yeah it's like who, who care who is who is scrutinizing the top of the box is what i want. i mean i saw it and i was like i was like uh that's that's a design choice like they could have just made it white like the rest of the box but i'm like look if i get a series s it's going to be sitting on a shelf in my office to stream from and I don't even care what it looks like, right? I mean, I think I think besides yeah. the big black disc on top, I think it looks like a nice console. I think it's like really nice looking. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, it I, just basically looks like this, like the the one S. And I think that's why they put that black circle on it is mm -hmm. they wanted to just make it make it stand out and you know have that trait of the whole you know top of the top you know, area of the, uh, the, the series X and just kind of, you know, like make it, make it kind of its own thing without making it look too much like stuff that they've already done. I, I agree. I think that is something so that when you look at it, you can tell which one it is, but I think mm -hmm. also it's to really draw attention to the fact like, guys, there's a fan in here mm -hmm. and <laughs> it's really important that you know that this is a fan that needs to vent air. Like I think and that you don't set stuff on it. <laughs> I think that's I think that's like you don't want to set it on the circle. I bet there's even tests. It's like you know, it's like they find that the awareness around the fact that the heat's coming from there is a lot higher because it's a black circle. Short of mm -hmm. pushing like caution tape around it, I think yeah. it's not like the the almost like a blending in blades of the VH one VHS Xbox One. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Man, that that <laughs> console was ugly, but it was vented. Let me let me tell you. Yeah, that that may be the most vented console I've ever owned, frankly, in comparison to like the Jimmy John's looking double decker of the PS4. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> which they... clearly does not vent enough because it way... used to sound like my apartment was taking flight. Yeah. By the way, they were showing like com size comparisons of these boxes with the other consoles uh, on a bunch of websites because a bunch of you know influencers and IGN and all these places got box like dummy boxes and. Uh, they were showing the X, and like the X is, I, it's a lot taller than I like. If you lay it sideways, yeah. if you lay it down, mm. it's a lot thicker than I thought it was. That is the chunky boy. Yeah, it's a chunky boy. I was like, I was looking at, it, I was like, is that an Xbox One X laying underneath it? I was like, it looks like a slim PS2 compared to this thing. Man, <laughs> yeah. it, the the Xbox Series X on its side looks like a pound cake. <laughs> Like, that's all it is. I'm waiting for somebody to just, like, whack me off a piece and serve it because, holy crap, it may be, like, the most bland thing from the front, but that thing's vented, too. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, where am I going to put this on my entertainment center? Because it's not going to... It's going behind my TV. Yeah, I mean, it's going to have to for me, but also, like, I don't want my kid grabbing it. So I'm like, it's got to go on... Uh -oh. It's got to yeah. go on the right side of my TV because she can't get back there. It's got to be more towards the middle of the TV than actually like kind of right beside it. And then I hope there's not like a, a switch conundrum where if you put the dock behind the TV, like your oh, Joy-Cons won't read it. And they'd be like, don't put it behind an aquarium. I'm like, 
you know, I, I just... Who, who, who is putting it behind an aquarium <laughs> so often that that had to be a warning? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, but, so... Like, the, the, well, I just wanted to say one more thing, too, like, that, I, that I've absolutely loved about both Xboxes is the the like just amazing funny memes that have been going around because of it like i honestly like there was some great uh um oreo oreo had uh uh chimed in and you know like did the whole oreo on on the top of the the xbox and then you know like it it was just going from there so then xbox and return of oreo uh, commenting that they took a picture of uh, of a, a Series X, then put a Series S between <laughs> it, and then another Series X, oh my and God, then that's sent perfect. it. And then and then someone in the in the chat said, "Hey, I want double stuff." So then they sent a picture of <laughs> the X, two two S's, and then another X. Where's and, my quadruple stuff? Some, and they and they just said, "Hey, we get paid to to do this," <laughs> and yeah. the, and someone said, "Obviously, you don't get paid enough for this art." <laughs> can, can we just appreciate for a minute how good the social media response was this week by that team? Yeah, this oh, stuff yeah. was leaking in the middle of the night, and like within an hour or two, they're firing back with stuff like just like, "Oh, well, mm-hmm. I guess this is happening." Yeah, I woke outside up. of mm-hmm. one mini meltdown from a senior designer with them everybody else like just kind of took even phil like took it in stride and was just like all right it happened whatever here we go like we were gonna do this all next week we'll just do it now forget it here's all the details mm-hmm. like, yeah i was that's just a master stroke in crisis pr i woke up i woke up at 5 30 for work that morning and i was just kind of mm-hmm. laying there scrolling through my phone i'm like oh Xbox announced the price for this box, I guess, in the middle of the night. And then, because I, yeah. I didn't like, I didn't see the leaks or anything, so I kind of went to bed a little bit early. But like, uh, I was like, okay, this this happened overnight. It, it literally came out as a tweet, like somebody yeah. predicted. I'm like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the the people like I was I was trying to find it. I think he might have actually deleted his tweet. But like the other day, I want to say it was like Friday. Um, like it must have been like, hey, there's not enough like bad PR being thrown around about Xbox here, or like everything's looking good. So I, let me chime in and try to wreck this fun that everyone's having. <laughs> but the the guys who made the the Trovers, uh, was it uh, the Trover the Saves VR game? the World or whatever? The VR yeah. game, yeah. Yeah, the dev from that uh, said, "Hey, why can we finally, uh, you know, talk about the Series S?" And like, he went on this rant that was like, like five, or, like six or seven tweets long of how it's going to uh, be the worst thing ever, and 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 he was claiming that it was going to hold back the the PS5, and he was claiming that it, like all this stuff. And people are just like, oh, well, do you have a dev kit for it? And he's like, and eventually he admitted that, no, he he hasn't used any dev kits or anything. And they're like, well, well, then how do you know what it what it's not capable of doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't I don't know a lot about computers or anything, but like, in my opinion, like 
I look at this like similar to like we just had the new those new graphics card re- cards released, right? So if you buy the lower end one, there's certain things that that one isn't going to do that the higher one can. But I feel like both of those will be able to run the same games. It's just one won't be able to run them, run it at you know as amazing of things as the other one can. And and like to me, like that's how I look at these two Xboxes. Is the one will be able to play the same games. It just won't be able to play them at like mid to high range, you know, settings. Whereas this one's kind of playing it on a lower, you know, like a lower. And and the other one's actually doing true 4K. Yeah, you know? that that was something that we, I think uh, a developer from Remedy was saying that earlier this week. Like he yeah. also started off a little bit negative as well and was like, you know, uh, I do have some slight concerns about this maybe holding us back in a few years, but definitely not right away. And he says the dev kits do scale. There is a Lockhart mode on them now, like Series S mode yeah. technically. Um, mm-hmm. And he says this is no different than us using sliders to make it work on make a game work on lower end pc specs he's like that's why we publish minimum specs he says this is no different this is basically this is the low end like you're not getting the true 4k he's like as a consumer this is an incredible move which i think we can all agree on and none of obviously none of the four of us are in game dev so we can't really say like is this going to hold anything back like in three three four years yeah i do think it's going to like i'm not even going to front it i think that this is something that'll only be available for maybe the first half of the generation mm-hmm. and then go away unless there is some revolutionary leap forward made with game pass where i can just stream the full version of these games to you X or like cloud yeah 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 x cloud yeah hold, hold the uh Maybe an attachment you can put on the back, like the rumored Series V that we've heard about, uh, which is rumored to be just an xCloud thumbstick. Uh, plug that into the back and like, oh, that can hold the assets that can't load in for a game like, for example, Microsoft Flight Sim, how intensive that game mm-hmm. is. Like, hold all your extra assets in the cloud and just load them as needed for these huge worlds. Um, mm-hmm. But for right now, like you you can't beat that price. Like, people are going to see that $299, and that was the most critical thing to hit. They're going to see $299. Parents are going to see that. The X may be a little bit slow getting off the ground, but this thing is going to sell gangbusters right out. Yeah, I think that with all access is like so great for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, you, mm-hmm. I, I looked because like whenever they made these announcements, I was like, how much is a 4K Blu-ray player, like a, like a 4K player anymore? And they're still $300. Yeah. Like they're still crazy mm-hmm. expensive. And when you look at all access, and I was even talking to my wife about this, and she was like, this is great for kids with, like, or families with kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, there's, like, she's like, there so many people are probably going to buy that. Because then you don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about buying games. You don't have to worry about buying the online subscription at that point. You already have the console. So, like, in, re- in reality, you can buy all access and maybe another controller if you have more than one person that needs to play. And then that's that's all you need. Everything else is there. Yeah, not, and that's not yeah. say, and that's saying you don't have old controllers for for an Xbox already. Another great, you know, like right. <laughs> uh, I was making this point on our reactions with Ed earlier in the week that I think this con- this console is going to particularly do gangbusters with the ten to fourteen year olds who want to play Minecraft, they want to play Fortnite, they want to play Apex, they want to play those games that their friends are playing. All these free to play games, like even with the addition of EA Play to Game Pass, they they want to play Madden, they want to play FIFA, like. 
this is huge. You can yeah. literally mm-hmm. buy this and not to spend anything on microtransactions. My dad even was asking me about this earlier in the week. He's like, hey, you know, do you think your sister would like one of these? I'm like, you just got her a 1S last year. Like, d- why does she need the new one? Well, you know, we want to get we want to get her the newest thing. Like, all right, well, get her get her the cheap one then. She yeah. plays Fortnite. Like, she plays she plays so much Fortnite with her friends. She plays uh, Sea of Thieves. She plays Minecraft. All these things. Like, you do that and then st- just give them all gift cards for microtransactions. Like, yeah. Yeah. this is this is incredible. Like, ultimately, I think developers are going to see a lot more revenue come in because you're getting all this for such a cheap price. Why not contribute and buy more stuff in game? Like, that's how I act the game pass games at least yeah it's kind of like the switch you know like i look at it like the switch where Mm -hmm. where the you know people like us are gonna probably want the the you know the series x but you know the people that that like are you know are either gonna want it for kids or people that want it um as their second console they're gonna buy that one you know, it, it, and so then that way they can still they can be on both, which is what you know Xbox has been wanting. They don't they don't care about you know like they're not trying to steal every you know everyone away from someone else. They just want you in you know in their uh, their stuff w- whether you you know play other consoles or not. They don't care as long as you're spending time there too. That's all they care about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with all everything everybody said. Like, like I said, I would like to have a S to stream from in my office, so I don't have to keep moving the box around. You know, because I mean, not that mm-hmm. the living room's that far, but I'm sure that box is not going to be light. You know, uh, we're going to mm-hmm. have to be on a a Leron level uh, workout plan to be moving that box around all the time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I think I think that. Any way you spin any of this. Imagine a world where Halo was launching with this, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. God, dude. In a it world really where Halo seems- launches with this, this may arguably be one of the best console launches of all time, frankly. Yes. It would have been. Yeah. I, I honestly think it would have been. It. It's really a shame that there's not... I don't think they have, like, a launching killer app with it. I mean... I, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish your thought, but afterwards I, I've got some stuff to say on that. No, I mean I, I I was just gonna say that like I am at this point most excited about playing Cyberpunk and Destiny, mm-hmm. like it just with the visuals. I I'm most excited about playing Cyberpunk because it's a new game clearly, but like I I the first thing I probably will pop in and load is Destiny in that in that yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sucks that there's not like the killer app for it. I think all access is probably the killer app for it in reality um yeah anyway go ahead so i I definitely agree with you that i don't think they have one specific game that's a killer app but if you look at most typical console launches there is not a killer app like once in a while you strike gold with a super mario 64 or a halo but like does anybody want to go back and play knack and killzone shadowfall does, I do. Does that anyone want to go back and play? Uh, oh God, what was it? Does anyone want to go play Perfect Dark Zero? Um, so, dude, look, Perfect oh Dark God, Zero was so awesome. Crazy. Like, You're, you are literally going through every game that I purchased at a launch. Yeah, like, uh, and I mean, so here's the thing. Like, and I, again, another argument that I was making that I want to go into a little bit more detail on is I don't think that you have to have this killer game at launch because the people who buy it day one were already going to buy it. A launch title is not going to persuade people 
into buying your console. Like, everybody who's going to buy a PS5 this year was already planning to buy one, regardless of Miles Morales came or not. That's just the cherry on top that may get some more families and their kids to beg for it, which is yeah. awesome. Cool. That is a once-in-a-generation thing that's going to happen, is being able to launch with arguably your most important IP. Like, it would have been cool to have seen Halo launch with Xbox, but I think leaning into your third-party partnerships and the fact that you're not just making your games backwards compatible, you're actually making them significantly better yeah. are two huge, huge, huge points. You have the partnership with EA. You've got the marketing deals with, get this, five different third-party games coming out within three weeks with Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion, Destiny Beyond Light, which is, I think, way more important than any of us are prepared to give it credit for, ironically. Yeah. Yakuza, which doesn't appeal, I don't know, to any of us, but to a certain set of gamers it does. And then you yeah. got the one-two punch of Assassin's Creed and Cyberpunk, one right mm -hmm. after another. That's yeah. that's a crazy amount of partnerships, and <clears> they're <throat> like every single one of trailers is pushing this xbox this is xbox and in real tiny print oh it's coming to ps5 like yeah this is all xbox now baby like you could still have a good launch based on third-party titles i mean the 360 when it launched its two biggest games were condemned and call of duty 2 yeah. like those are the only two games i'm ever going back to year one of that console and playing again plus like, <laughs> plus like a lot of people kind of are sleeping on Gears Tactics as gets is getting its console launch this fall, which I know yeah. I know it's not like a huge thing, but I mean I know a lot of people have waited for it on console, even though it's been uh, on yeah. PC for a while. Me. Uh, I, I think that really kind of ties into what Colonel was saying is like if we had had Halo, that would have been the perfect central piece to all of this. Like imagine having these deals and Halo hitting. Like you have the supplemental title in Gears Tactics, and I still strongly think Flight Sim and Age of Empires are coming in launch month. Like yeah. you have those four launching, that's a pretty great slate to launch with. And if you yeah. and all those are gonna be on Game Pass and it's yeah. like, oh, you don't have to pay what two hundred and forty dollars for these games. You can pay fifteen dollars mm -hmm. or ten dollars and you get it. They're all. clearly pushing a lot of their indies this fall with the deals for twelve minutes, with the Ascent, Call of the Sea, the Medium, like you can yeah, the still medium. have a really solid wait. launch, I think. But and of course, it's not going to be a Halo level. But I think the not saying that this is what any of us were trying to say, but I think the narrative of oh my god, it's going to have such a bad launch is so ridiculously overblown right now. Like yeah. most consoles typically have a really bad launch. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so no, the PS2 no, without I... a Sony game and was yeah. the most successful console ever made. Yeah, well, so, like, if I remember correct, isn't there going to be extra um, extra stuff added to Gears 5 uh, on launch? Wasn't Weren't they adding stuff to Gears 5? Uh, there's a rumor that campaign DLC is coming at some point. Yeah. But okay. we, we talked about that. At, what, when did uh, we talk last, about that? Last week? Well, yeah. Yeah, cause like, cause I was gonna say I didn't, I didn't know if that was like for a for sure thing or not. It's... But let's say that does happen. Let's say that does happen. Okay, well that's technically that's uh, as new as what Miles Morales is gonna be. It's just gonna yeah. Miles Morales is just an addition to a game that already exists. It's so, an addition, like, but man, that I know, I, feel like I know, that but I, but nice I mean, deleted circumstance too. Yeah. 
But that's the the thing is, is that like I feel like you know, because like I think technically you have to own Spider Man to even mm-hmm. get or or is Miles Morales is a standalone thing. Yeah. Like standalone. Oh, it is uh, it's basically okay. the Uncharted Lost Legacy to Spider Man. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Like it's basically so ODST. They took but the map of New York City and simply made a new story okay. in it. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's yeah. what I thought, but I don't like people still are. I don't know if the, it's just the way they're wording it, but people keep on making it sound like it's like it's just an addition to the a game that exists already. But but either way, it's like I mean, you know, like you said, there's just there's just so much stuff, and like you know, like having Game Pass alone, there's so many games that I don't have enough time to play. Like you know, like for someone like me who does who does not have the kind of time to play every single game that I want to when it comes out, like there, there will never be a drought of games for me. They're just, it just isn't possible. So like, you know, like to be able to play games that I haven't gotten to, but play them at better resolution or better, you know, uh, you know, rates or whatever, you know, it's gonna, it doesn't matter to me. Like I, like there's always gonna be so much stuff to play and so like I just yeah, like for the most part, like I just ignore like I've just got I've gotten sick of like so many people you know, like you know, I've been a fan of Xbox this whole generation and that's all I've heard is that there's nothing to play, but yet here I am with not enough t- time to play everything that I want to. <laughs> so it's funny that I am a so Previously, and in, I would say in another life, a previous life for me, I was a habitual 100 percenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I would say probably the Nintendo 64 era, if I'm being brutally honest. Like, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo... Like, I would be like, find all the Jinjos, find all the, the puzzle... Like, I would mm-hmm. look for everything and do everything. <laughs> in the Since then, and more so since, like, getting married and having a, a real job that I have to like pay for things with and things mm-hmm. like that. Like I don't have time and I'm a, I'm someone that will buy a game and play probably 25 to 30% of it and then not finish it. And one thing that I haven't been focusing on, but looking at the list of games that are being enhanced or, uh, you know, better frame rate and resolution. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a great opportunity to go through and finish all the things that I haven't played, revisit the world. Like, The Witcher, I think I've played some of the DLC on my PlayStation, and I've played some of the the DLC on my Xbox, but I haven't ever actually, I don't think, finished everything, which I probably most people probably haven't. But it would be great to go back to that world with some ray tracing and just revisit mm-hmm. it and maybe do yeah. a couple more missions, maybe do more of it. Um, same with, I would say the same with, uh, Borderlands 3. I think I got 75% through that game and I didn't do the last 25%. So I think Destiny had something come out. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I would say like, Sh- like Shadow Key came out two weeks after Borderlands 3. That's Damn exactly you, Destiny. why. <laughs> uh, Destiny ruins so, every all the fall games. <laughs> so, but like, look at like it's like now like the only thing competing for my time with Destiny is Cyberpunk, and I don't know who's gonna win that battle. Um, uh, spoiler alert for me: it's Cyberpunk. It's probably Cyberpunk. I'm is, playing as much Destiny as possible in a ten day span. So, uh, I I don't think you're even gonna need ten days if it's anything like all the other stuff. Um, I want to raid really quickly. 
I, I'm down. <laughs> raiding quickly <laughs> is so, not something you hear when the dra- when the first when the raid drops. <laughs> Want to raid so quickly? I, <laughs> I, I, I will say right now, Josh. I did one day one raid, like tried to get through it, mm-hmm. and it was probably the most fun I've ever had playing Destiny. Uh, as frustrating and as grueling as it was, like trying to like I think it was like ten hours that I played. Oh yeah, really trying to get it's it. brutal if you do it opening week, it's opening day or opening weekend. But I would be willing to do it if we're we have a party and they're readily available. That's that's probably a oh, topic yeah. for a different podcast. But um, <laughs> what like, podcast I would that be? <laughs> Tower Casual. Tower Casuals. <laughs> Thursday nights goes live on Friday nights. Um, but I would love I, I love the fact that now since Halo's not there, thank like I have time to actually play Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have that I'll have that holiday season. And spoiler for anyone that hasn't looked at their calendar, all the holidays fall right pushed against a weekend. So I think a lot of people, as long as you don't have to work a, a, a retail schedule, which you know I don't know what everyone's schedules look like anymore, but like there's a good chance you're going to get a nice three or four day holiday for I think every holiday for the rest of the year. Right. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to having some time to sit down and actually play games and not feel the pressure of being like, I got to play through it. Because I think once Halo drops, I think that's probably a good sit through it for a month. I think there's oh, yeah. going to be a lot there. Yeah, so I, that... I like that you brought up games that are getting the upgrades. Uh, so we heard a lot about a lot, a, yeah, a lot about the third party games that are going to get it in the last week with Siege, Borderlands, Witcher 3, um, all of you. Ubisoft's entire slate is going to be up to work better on Series X. Uh, I'm actually really excited for the Microsoft games, and in anticipation, I bought all the Forza Horizon 4 DLC on the Ultimate Sale two weeks ago. Uh, I never picked up, uh, what was it, Fortune Island and uh, the Lego pack. It's just like, okay, oh, this is yeah. the perfect time for me to jump back into this game. The bo- I think it was both DLCs, the VIP pass, and like four car packs was maybe $18 on sale with the game pass discount so like i'm totally ready to jump back into that i've been out of sea of thieves for about seven or eight months ready to get back into that like i the lack of first party launch titles is actually great for people like me because i'm gonna jump back into these massive multiplayer games i haven't had time to play this year yeah so yeah man i haven't played sea of thieves since like like it was in the uh, early access. Like I think maybe a couple weeks after that, I played it a couple times. Yeah. But I really need to get in there again. It's. It, I mean, it, it is one of the most remarkable turnarounds. I would say it's probably the second best turnaround I've seen all gen behind the Destiny franchise. Um, it's it's incredible how much Rare really just hunkered down and worked on that game, and just they, they every every month like that and Forza and even Gears like those have had consistent free updates in addition to paid DLC and microtransactions like. This is how you support a game long term when you say this isn't just a game, this is a platform for us. I think it, the the award for best turnaround has to go to No Man's Sky. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that too. It mm-hmm. hands down, I played that game at launch and I think I turned it off after maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. And then I like went back to it after they I don't know, after one of the major updates. And like then I spent like probably like four weeks just straight playing it every chance that I had just being like what is this is insane how much they added (laughs) it's I mean but like that's I think people always get down on games for like not being finished at launch or not be like it's like I just want to buy a game be able to put it in and not have to do an update but like 
But like, think about like, yeah, I get that a game shouldn't shit broken. I think mm-hmm. that's that's a mm-hmm. that's an unfortunate thing that this type of industry has had enabled to it is that it doesn't have to be quite finished in a lot of ways. Or it's like we can put this much out and then we can fix these five things we know that we've kind of already have like close by the time people are ready to turn it on. But like, mm-hmm, look yeah. at all the other stuff you get, like. This would not have happened, even in, like, realistically, the 360 era, you would not be getting, like, The Witcher 3 that's getting ray tracing. You, mm-hmm. you, it wouldn't oh, yeah, happen. No. Yeah. Um, and I think it's great. I, I think that... I think it's great. I'm really excited about all those enhancements. Have you ever played any of the uh, Xbox... Original Xbox games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. They look fantastic. Yeah, Black Run's yeah. great now. Was, yeah. Psychonauts looks like a, a late gen 360 game. Yes. Like the, they like reflections and like in general, like you get a cutscene and it looks like garbage and then it cuts to the game. It's like this looks way better because the cutscenes yeah. are all pre rendered. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> the, those original, like, I, I even popped in KOTOR. And granted, it's still running in four by three, and like it's chopped off <laughs> everywhere. But like, the, what's in this? What's on the screen looks like. Oh man, this looks great. Like this, this mm-hmm. I would sit and play this again. You know, it's yeah, it's it just playable. looks like you're playing yeah. like a mm-hmm. a three um, DS game, and you know, on a bigger screen. <laughs> like looking, honestly, I'm looking in Josh's glasses to see if he's eBaying. I am not eBaying. Uh-oh. I promise you, I'm not eBaying. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> oh, man. So, for anyone okay. who does not, for everybody listening, I was eBaying a controller before we went live, and I was kept checking my bid every few seconds. <laughs> I am not eBaying. It is closed out. Those are all that... Xbox tabs open in Chrome <laughs> right now. Was it that Gears one? <laughs> yeah. All right, let me go and outbid you real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so they did share the specs for the the Series S and the Series X. Uh, Very comparable. I know we kind of already touched on them, but basically, Mm -hmm. like, is anyone here a tech guy? Like, what's what's really the big difference here? Um, To me, the GPU. Yeah, it's definitely that. I think that's the only real difference is the GPU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the hard drive size. We, we kind of knew this from the specs that were leaked out from a tech presentation back at the end of July, beginning of August, mm-hmm. that The Verge went ahead and published. Um, and not in a bad way or anything, but nobody could be quite sure what the final resolution of the box was. So it was widely assumed. I, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. I was like, oh, this is going to be 1080p. Like, there's no way it's going to go to 1440. 1440 was the dream, but seeing a box that can output at 2K mm-hmm. and still be $300 with upscaling to 4K mm-hmm. is just incredible. Like, most yeah. people don't have 4K TVs as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for especially the beginning of the generation right now, it's it's lowering the entry barrier for that tech. You're not having to spend $500 plus. Yeah. It's just, it, it's an insane amount of power for that much money. Yeah. So there's... There's so many implications where I can see the Series S being the preferred console. I would say streamers, because it's a lot easier to stream 1440 through a capture card than it Mm -hmm. is 4K, anything higher frame rates. Uh, I think, like, people like myself that have, like, so I have now a five-year-old that is playing video games, and I really wish I could share my Xbox library with them, but we have a PlayStation in, like, the living room, and we have the Xbox down where I play. And, mm-hmm. like, 
I it's not beyond me to have both a Series X and a Series S upstairs so that we can share all the games that I have and start to play mm-hmm. together. Yeah, um, that's what my girlfriend and I do. Uh, I, she yeah. plays on my uh, Halo 5 Xbox and I play on the 1S. I, I think there's so many ways that that will be the mm-hmm. preferred console to a lot of people. Uh, even like budget aside, like straight up, like this is like the better console choice for a person. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like it's just GPU and hard drive size. The hard drive size is a little. Yeah, that's that's a, that's, that's a tough one to swallow because you need to buy that special uh, memory card now. Yeah, which we don't know well, how and, much it costs yet. Uh, well, the, and I like I like I keep on bringing this up, and I brought this up on Twitter um, that I think what they really need to do is. Um, is have it because we haven't got any confirmation of the of this being a thing as far as we know um x cloud uh like the x cloud access is only you know available for on computer uh phones tablets you know like that kind of thing but i think what they really need to do with with the way things are working this generation is they need to use xCloud and have access to it on the console. So if you want to play a game that's on Game Pass, instead of downloading it to your hard drive to save space, you can just click on it and play it, stream it. Mm-hmm. Because most people, at least for me, I hardwire my, my Xbox just because I play multiplayer a lot and I just don't. I don't trust uh, Wi-Fi when it comes to doing stuff like like online playing and 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 streaming and things like that. So so for me, like having it hardwired, I would be able to stream a game and play it as if I'm I'm playing it right off of my hard drive, anyways. Mm-hmm. So like I would love to have that option to just click on it, like when you click on a game and and Game Pass, it just say play or download. You know, just like Netflix, play or download. You know, like you can either just stream it here or you can download it so you can can play it later, you know, kind of thing. And and I think that's what they need to do is they yeah. just need to make it that way and have it all kind of blended in considering uh, Game Pass, you know, and all that stuff is going to have, you know, the xCloud and all that added to it anyways. You know, like I, I just think they need to just do that and because if you don't have game pass you know like it shouldn't matter like and and they could even probably have it where just like game pass if you're just paying for regular game pass the only way you can access um the game pass games or whatever that's you know available is through your xbox but if you want to play it on your phone or your tablet or your pc then you've got to have ultimate so to use the, xcloud i we don't have to go too far down a tangent, but just to argue a business side of that, let's say that Game Pass is capable of doing that at like the close to launch, because I think part of it is that it's not quite ready. Yeah. It's like for prime time. Yeah. But if you can do that through, because you can do it through a phone, and I was in yeah. the, the beta, so I can confirm that it does work. Yeah. It, yeah. Is it really worth paying $300 for an Xbox? If I could just plug my phone into my TV and stream from my phone, or like get like a cheap PC, I feel like it's almost at a it's like a disadvantage. Or even that aside, like it's almost misleading people if you if you kind of sell it as that when there's a cheaper option 
available for them. And if mm-hmm. that's also the case, then like, I think a lot of people are really going to say, I want that on my, my Xbox one X. I want that on my Xbox one S that they want access to these games that they can't play necessarily on that console. Mm-hmm. That, that other people are buying consoles for or whatever. So I, I feel like part of that gets tricky because then you have to like, how far back do you support? Because it doesn't take a whole lot of processing power. It's more bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the, what case, like, can I then play a game on my, my uh, Xbox Series S, but like have it look like the X? Like, if there's any graphic enhancements, can I just play that version? Since, like, technically my computer, my Xbox is not actually doing the processing of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's a, I feel like there's a whole... Can- I, have a, I have a bunch of questions if I've ever gotten a room with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that the specifics around xCloud and how it's going to work with, in particular, the Series S, is going to be something that kind of unravels over the next 12 to 18 months, really. Yes. Uh, I think that... Because you you got to have something to keep that box selling. People are going to realize, okay, there is actually kind of a decent sized power discrepancy. Like the, for example, the RAM is the RAM is not there. Like it is actually lower RAM than the Series X. It's not on par with that. And in development cycles, that is the one thing I've seen some devs kind of share a little bit of concern about. Like we touched on earlier, like uh, you know we're kind of worried a couple of years down the line. Like that's. That amount of RAM is already standard in a lot of PCs. Like, we're already developing for that, especially with the consoles having it. Like, we don't know if necessarily scaling that down is going to work. We don't know how that's going to look in a few years. I think that's when xCloud comes into play. And Microsoft is like, wait, there's still reasons to get this because now that uh, broadband internet and fiber is a lot more accessible throughout the country, let's be honest, Microsoft focus on North, focuses on North America and on Western Europe. It's gonna be like, oh, hey, this is this is great. Now we have XCloud rolling out in new capacities with the Azure servers and things like that. Like, I really think that's gonna be kind of their second life for that console. Is mm-hmm. when they when you the minute you start seeing the sales decline a little bit, once everyone kind of catches on, they're gonna be like, nope, it's still a viable option, and here's a price cut for you on top of that. Yeah, uh, if not just a full on digital Series X at that point. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's it's all time to business, but this is something that like Microsoft didn't just wake up one morning and go, oh, we're gonna do Project X Cloud. We <laughs> were hearing the rumors about this back in 2015 for the first time at Gamescom. Cause I remember that's when they first demoed Crackdown 3 behind closed doors with oh, Cloud man. Tech. And mm-hmm. so like th- this is something I've been following most of the generation that um, mm-hmm. a friend of the show, Ray Apollo and I have been following and we've been like preaching from the mountaintops for years about it. Like guys, mm-hmm. this is, nobody understands and i still don't think that the probably 90 percent of us have really grasped right now just how much the cloud research microsoft did is going to affect this generation going forward they are when it comes to that sure sony is definitely ahead of the exclusives department but microsoft is like took the baton and sprinted out of the stadium when it comes to cloud computing i feel and when it comes to future facing yeah, all you got to do is look at look look at what's happening on Flight Simulator right yeah. now. Flight that is like one. Of, it's it's like it's next gen PC. It's next gen mm-hmm. console. It's like that game right now is like the the one game that we can point to and say that's next gen. 
Like it's a that showcase is what next gen can. When do. that comes to console, it's going to have. I mean, it, it uses cloud computing as it is right now to load in the map as you're as you're flying mm-hmm. over places. That is going to be the true test of the power of X Cloud when it comes to using your console as a server. I think. And yeah. again, like I really like with this box able to eventually scale up to the Series X that is eventually going to support 8K, they say. Of course, that could be all marketing speak for all we know. 8K is not even going to be in wide use by the end of this generation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think that that's going to be the true test is using that box. Like, there's a reason it looks like a PC. There's a reason why it looks like a tower with the specs in it. That's, that's a mid-range PC right now, easily. Easily, that's a mid-range PC. This is going to be a home server for you. The One X was the test bed for it. This is it just taking off. Mm-hmm. And I think the Series S will be able to do that too, to a smaller extent. Also, yeah. think about think about like a great first-party lineups. They, first off, they've done a really good job about buying studios that yeah. are like mm-hmm. in a good spot. But all that aside, like how long before you look at something like Flight Simulator is is great, but it's more of a I don't want to say a nerd showcase. It's piece. a very niche title. Correct. I would say it's it's one of those things where it has like a it has great business applications because mm-hmm. there is a whole like I mean just the airline industry like is going to be using that. But like mm-hmm. also like how like people that have a high enough PC that can run it like there's there's a lot going on there. But think about how quickly someone can piece together something like hey, you can tell that story that you wanted to tell that no studio can touch because of the amount of power that it would take to run it uh let's offload some of that and then you can run it on our stuff like i think that alone will attract people that want to tell their story they want to put their game on xbox because of things like that so i i am they've positioned themselves really well I, i agree that i don't think they've made the best decisions overall but i would say the past five years with xbox have been like just moving in the right direction. They, and I think they're... To me, they made a conscious decision, not to cut you off. No, uh, I think they made a really conscious decision, like you said, about four or five years ago, to focus on the future. I think they took a, they sat down and took stock of things. Uh, for me, they, they started doing it in 2015 with the xCloud stuff, but I think they really looked at the scope of things after Gears 4 came out and went, okay, we're not winning this generation. Like, yes. Horizon is coming out in a few months. It looks awesome. They've got God of War coming. They've got Spider-Man. Spider-Man on the way, like they've got whatever Kojima's next game is. We know they're making The Last of Us. We're not going to win an exclusive war this generation. Let's start dumping our resources in. Let's let's start looking at studios to acquire. Let's start mm-hmm. building our tech out. I think I truly think that that fall was probably the genesis of Game Pass. Like mm-hmm. the the amount of forward-facing moves, not just on the tech side but on the consumer side, like trying to make it the most consumer-friendly place. Like they're really trying to position it as play anywhere, however you want whatever you want and how you want like that is about as consumer friendly as you can possibly get if you get a killer lineup not not even just of like console exclusives like if you get a killer lineup of games that can be played across mobile console and pc that's just that's an unbeatable combination they're like they're pushing this so hard in asia right now because xbox mm-hmm. has never had a foothold there but because samsung is so big over there they're partnering with it in south korea specifically there's just ad after ad on tv right now really pushing this i think you're about to see a huge explosion in terms of 
xCloud and how people use that for multiplayer applications. Wasn't there wasn't there a rumor too that they were partnering with Sega to distribute the box in the, over there? I mean, I know that's probably not happening, but like that was a rumor. Yeah, that, were that was of- a rumor that we were hearing back before the July showcase. Um, but to me, I didn't see it from anybody credible. Like yeah. Anybody credible who would know about Xbox was like, yeah, this isn't happening. It is worth noting that they do have a, a TGS hour-long showcase, which they're adamant has no Series X announcements, but Flight Sim is one of the feature games during that. So and I wouldn't, wouldn't be Yakuza be hear... part of that, which is only getting enhancements on Series X? Uh, um, Yakuza's kind of a weird uh, situation because it's actually been out in Japan since January uh, on the PS4. Yeah, but they could just be um, like, hey, if you want to play the enhanced version. Yeah, the better looking. I, I really just, man, I think they've just given up on winning Asia at this point. Um, yeah. I think that's largely for, hey, these are like more Japanese studios that we want to highlight. Like they do have the deal for Scarlet yeah. Nexus. They've got the one for Yakuza. I wouldn't rule out seeing Medium. Um, like things like that will still appeal over there. But. Mm. It is what it is. Like Phil's just trying to get it on as many stages as possible, unless he gets his long desired Japanese studio, which I do not think is happening. I don't think it will either. Well, Scale I mean, bound they for do, life. I mean, they they do they do have a, a base in in Asia somewhere, like that they just built within the last couple of of years. So I I mean I think it is possible we could see something like that i just don't think it's going to be like this early on i think in maybe maybe a couple of years down the road we could see it but like the problem with japan too specifically like not to get too much off on, on this tangent is that they focus so much on handheld gaming that's why the switch yeah. has been such a runaway success like yeah even ps4 like it sold it sold well but not like u.s or europe well like probably not even yeah. australia well like yeah. it, it just is what it is at that point. I think Microsoft mm-hmm. though sees an opening now with, hey, we might be able to capture some of that mobile market because you can play this on your phone. Like imagine having a AAA experience on your phone and just needing to pick up a controller. Like yeah, that's if I if I only played mobile games or only played handheld stuff like the Switch and 3DS and the Vita, like that would be super appealing to me. That's what I always yeah. dreamed the Vita would be as a machine to play AAA experiences. And, yeah. Well, we all yeah. know how that went. It became we're, a luminous machine. We're I'm, all I'm, finally getting to play Halo on a handheld. Yeah. <laughs> like, they promised us years and years ago that they... Yeah, remember, remember that when they were working on a handheld? Or what the, were they? Were, oh, yeah, the, the well, X-Boy they were or something, I think it was called. Yeah. And then they, like, somebody prototyped a DS version of Halo. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. Uh, no, they no. I was talking about like when they when Xbox had kind of mentioned that that like they had officially said that they were they were hoping to to make a handheld where you could play like you know regular you know the regular OG Xbox games on a on a handheld. I remember but then looking they just kind of like, threw that away. Yeah, I remember looking at all the internet mockups of like what they could look like and everything like yeah. that. Was... I've never been happier that something did not happen. Yeah, yeah, they definitely made a good choice in waiting until until what we're getting right now because this is a thousand times better yeah. to just be able to play it on any. This you know, is the thing of the future. To... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I, I may not be running out to play something on my, like, I, first off, I have an iPhone, so I can't, but I'm not running out to play something on my phone. I did play some Master Chief Collection when the beta was available on my phone, and I was like, okay, this runs good. I played it on the iPad, though, and I was like, okay, if I could get Destiny on this, like, nine-inch screen, I would apps. I don't know if I'd, like, do a raid or, like, a nightfall or something super intensive, but I would absolutely log in on vacation and mm-hmm. do my weeklies or do some Iron Banner or something. Go to Xur, do, like... So yeah. I, abs- I absolutely remember doing the... Uh, the Was it with the Vita? I don't remember what Sony branded it as, but, like, it would turn my PlayStation on and stream the screen to my... Remote Vita. Play. Vita. Yeah, Vita with Remote Play, yeah. So I did that with destiny one just to go and collect materials and do like the bounty board mm-hmm. i would do that on my lunch break at work and it was mm-hmm. awful and i still did it like every day because i needed to collect resources and yeah. like just like stupid I, stuff i bought Soros regime while i was pooping from zur <laughs> i uh, i'll never forget the frenzy of gallerhorn weekend and remembering uh, all the people being like oh my god i'm out of town and just like Gigantic threads on. Oh my god! Here's my login. Of like, uh, yeah, of the of like the moderators and like a bunch of employees be like, here, like we'll, we'll remote login and get it for you or something. Like as long as you have the strange coins yeah. and like me having to do that for a few of my buddies on Xbox. Oh, god. You remember just, strange coins? Oh yes. dude, just I imagine. Uh, the horror scenarios of things like that of like oh my god like i've li- i lived in fear for so long like around forsaken and around vanilla d2 coming out even in the shadow keep it like oh my god what if what if sir sells something and i'm not around like crimson doubles happened this year when we were supposed to go on vacation so i crammed a whole week's worth of crimson doubles matches into like six hours before we left for the airport mm-hmm. and just so i could get all my stupid rewards and like as we're getting ready to walk out i'm like no i have to finish one final match and i got i got the stupid ornament i needed for warncliffe that i still have not equipped and it was beautiful, but I imagine being able to do something like that now, like, on my flight or when I get to the hotel. Like, yeah. just being able to log in and do something simple like that, like, that's the best application for me. But also, I like a lot of indie games. Like, Ori in the yeah. Blind Forest plays, like, a freaking gem on the Switch. Let me do that on my iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. That That is the future of cloud gaming for me. <sighs> yeah. Uh, man. I really hope they get this Apple stuff figured out because uh... App, so Apple just doubled down. Did you see what they just like the oh, updated terms? They, yeah, they yeah. Basically, want you to use the XCloud app as a go between and download every single game individually, yeah. which is seriously stupid. So, like, as a, I'm very familiar with Apple's ecosystem. Let's say that, mm-hmm. and it it really breaks my heart like to like know that like it, they're doing they're motivated for the right reasons like what they're doing is absolutely like in their heads like this is the right choice for the ecosystem and i get that but like no i i shit you not <laughs> that today i'm i'm been waiting to get a new phone i went swimming with mine and it still works but like it's a little it's a little weird uh and you didn't- uh Cook it in rice or whatever they tell you to do. Wrap it in no, a warm towel. I I I know how these things work. So that just has. Then you just get rice in with your phone. Like it doesn't. It doesn't do a whole lot. Well, there's only uh, one hole in and out of this thing. So. 
Impossible. Also, like, MySpace slide to me. It's yeah. It's thirty minutes that mine can stay underwater, and I can tell you that it was. I I like full on went swimming with it in my pocket, like in like a pool. I just went swimming. Um. So, it, I've been waiting for the new phones to come out, and just being like, I'm just gonna get whatever the newest one is because I'm so mm. close. But today, I told my wife, I was like, it's like I'm thinking I might not get an iPhone. Like, and, like, there's a chance they might figure that out. That would be such a painful thing for me to remove myself out of that ecosystem because I'm so embedded in it. Yeah. But it's, like, crap like that that just, like, I, I if I want to play a game, like, I, let me play the game. Like, figure out a way to make it work with a whole audience of I people mean, that, that want to use your product. Even if you have to pay for the, the app, like, like, I don't care. Like, I would pay figure for it the, out. Yeah, like yeah. I, if even if Apple says, "Hey, on iPhones you have to pay for the app so we can get our cut of whatever," and my, whatever Microsoft does after that, you know that's fine. But like, mm-hmm. and Microsoft can come out and say, "Hey, this isn't up to us." Apple says that to do it the way we want to do it, you have to buy the app on the App Store. Mm-hmm. I would, bu- I would buy that app. I would buy I would, it. I would. Buy, I think most I'd pay people would buy the for app. It. The problem is, I think Apple is wanting you to not only have to download their specific version of the apps, but I think they are wanting you to also pay for the games because they will have to be individually listed. And Microsoft is like, "Mm, hell no, we're not doing that. That is insanely anti-consumer. I think Apple was really hoping to catch a break here because Microsoft is backing Epic in its court case. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they're just like, no, like we're not going to do this. Like Google obviously isn't going to accept this for Stadia either. So yeah, just, yeah. Although the Stadia seems... app exists on the phone, you just can't use it. Right. That that's what I'm saying. No, like I mean, I have a Game Pass app on my phone and I can't use it. I can just okay. set stuff to download. Yeah. So so you guys you guys so you you all have Apple. Um, you. So you have? Do you? Any of you have like Hulu or anything? Yeah, Hulu Netflix, on your I have phone? Netflix, Hulu, yes. Disney Plus. Okay, and uh, yeah. Okay, so this is what I was trying to find out. How this is any different? Now, if you let's say you're you're you mm-hmm. log into Hulu, and you decide you want to buy the the Cinemax um, add-on pack, mm-hmm. where then now you can watch content for Cinemax. Now, if you do that, does Apple does it make you pay for that in the Apple Store, or so do you pay you have for to go it on the website? Your... Like, if like here's the thing for for Amazon, right? Like, if you want to have any add-on content through your Amazon Prime, right? Okay. Like, yeah, for like the Prime Video stuff, you have to go to their website through the browser to get it. You cannot buy it through the app. Oh, so, okay. Because see, I think on mine, I can just I, go right through my. I yeah. think on they've, the Samsung. they've changed that. I think recently. Have they? But, okay. But so, this is crazy. So it, it's. I don't think it's about. It. It is about the money, but yeah. I don't think that's the real. That's not like the first here. reason. Correct. So, but it's because uh, they have a game thing that they. <laughs> but. I'm gonna come full. I'm gonna come full circle here because I think you have a point. Like I think there's a good thing in there that I don't. I don't have an explanation for. So I. So part of it is like I think with Fortnite specifically, it's the money thing. But there's also a thing in there that says that if you have your product available on other ecosystems, you are allowed to provide a direct payment option that does not go through the App Store thing. But I think they still take a cut. It's just different. 
So and that's kind of how like the Hulu add-on things and uh, all those other like the if you buy Showtime or HBO through the mm-hmm. one thing, you it's like through another loop because it's available outside of just the app. Mm-hmm. However, I think as far as the ratings go, how does like Hulu and Netflix survive because they're not going and rating those each thing individually through the app store like you would with Apple, and they're not available to download individually. You download the them theory, through the app. So the theory that I've been seeing from a lot of people who cover the industry is that Apple already had its feet in movie and TV and music distribution, um, and they cut special deals with the... I mean, we've all seen the court docs where they cut special deals with Amazon and Netflix and those. Um, the thought is that because Apple does not have a big cut in the gaming sphere. I mean, sure, they have, like, indie games and stuff, and they have all these, you know, pay-to-play games on the phones and whatnot. And they've, clear- they've had deals with Epic in the past. You know, Infinity Blade, anybody remember that? Uh, Infinity mm-hmm. Blade, Monument Valley, all those. They they are kind of looking ahead and seeing that cloud gaming is going to be the way of the future, or at least a big component of the future. And so Apple wants its stake now. They know they're not going to compete in that gaming sphere they want to get as big of a slice of the pie as humanly possible. Like, oh, we know you can't say you're pushing this to every device if you don't give us a cut. So we're going to continue to stonewall you. No one really cared with Stadia. They care when it comes to Xbox, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is an existing service that has however many millions of subscribers now, and a good chunk of them are getting pretty pissed off that they can't use it on their Apple products. It's because it's a value add-on. Like, oh, Xbox yeah, gave us something in addition right. to what we already had. Yeah. Um, where Stadia was like, oh, I can skip over this because I already yeah. have a game I'm paying solution. for something. I want to be able to use every single facet of Correct. my membership. Correct. Mm-hmm. So and that's... I think Apple just doesn't like that because it's offering something that they can't compete with. Like with Netflix and Hulu, it's like, oh, well, the original shows, okay, fine, whatever. Like if you sign up through the app, we still get... We yep. still get a bonus. Like I sign up through Dis- for Disney Plus through my Apple account. It charges my iTunes account every month. Mm-hmm. They get a so Mike. So my question is, what happens when they just make it a web browser version of it, and that you can just open up on your iPhone? Uh, well, Apple they, they will likely not allow them to. <laughs> Apple will likely block it within Safari, and will likely tell Google they won't certify any version of Chrome that runs it as well. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, like uh, Apple will be that petty uh, to do that. They will hold that as long as possible, being like the you know if you look Apple up company. you know if you look up Google Podcasts on any Apple device through Safari or whatever that Google like Google Music and Google Play and Google uh, uh, Podcasts do not show up through Safari. That's crazy. Yeah, because like when I was looking for like when I was doing all like the links and stuff for our podcast stuff, I went through Safari. This was like what like a year ago, I think, mm-hmm. and like making sure all the links and stuff worked. Like I went and yeah. searched for us on Google Podcasts, and it it took me straight to the iTunes like the iTunes version. Yeah. So, <laughs> but when yeah, I opened it up in Google Chrome, it it was the first thing, and I searched for the same I- exact thing. All I can say is, is now like Android phones have come a long way and they're they're so much better than they it's used to be. It's their time. Yeah. <laughs> well they well the thing is is like I've you know, I've been I've been a Samsung uh you know phone owner now for so many years and like I just honestly I absolutely love 
and it's and it's funny every year watching new iPhones come out and and tote these things that they you know make it sound like it's this new technology and it's like oh yeah Samsung's been doing that for years already. I mean it's all marketing speak. <laughs> there we see the yeah. same thing with consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But so it, I don't know. It's just you know like, but I get it. You know like I like it sucks like someone having to think of like getting all their contacts and having to in you know manually put everything in and you know which I don't even know for sure if that's true because like if you're if you're in a if you're in a, like on Verizon or something. Can't you save your your contacts through Verizon as well, and then no matter what phone you get, it will automatically load all that stuff into whatever phone you get through your Verizon app. Yes, through the app. Yeah. So, so I mean, at least there's things like that that exist that can like save pictures and all that, and bring it over to your phone no matter what kind of phone you get, even mm-hmm. if it's not the same one you or similar to what you had. You know, like I know Apple basically has their own version of that, but I believe Verizon like has the same thing that's free to a certain extent. Like, you know, you have so much amount of storage space and then after that you got to pay, pay for it. But, but yeah, like, I mean, I guess, but still like, you know, like you said though, like if you're, if you're completely, you know, like you've, you've bought Apple TV and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, basically what that would be, it would it would be the lingering, uh, you know, existence of what what you, you know, used to be continuously updated or whatever. So, I mean, I from what I understand, you wouldn't lose anything that you already had. You could still watch your movies and all that through that. You just wouldn't be able to watch them on your phone, per se. And even even that I don't know for sure because that's the nice thing about Android. There's almost always a way to do something on on Android. Like it's it, like I I always uh, I always um, compare it to like you know Windows versus um, uh, uh, what's it called the that people use a lot Linux. of times where yeah Linux like where like like it's so open source and like if there's if you want to do something, like you can always find a way to do it without doing anything illegal, even, which is, you know, is kind of nice because there's been a lot of times where I've really like searched, scoured the internet to find ways to do something that I want to do on my phone, and it takes a little time sometimes, but I find it. But you know, yeah. Uh, well, do we have anything else to say about the uh, Series X and S? Uh, kind of before we move on uh still still excited yes very very excited high high percent an all-time peak i'm ready at midnight on the 22nd to drop my 500 buckaroos with best buy yeah yeah i'm yeah i'm i'm probably just gonna go through best buy like i always Mm -hmm. i i usually like pre-order games like if i get a physical edition i usually just go through amazon but like mm-hmm. consoles yeah. are such a different beast and you never know that. And like, who knows if GameStop's even going to be around and like, there's all these horror stories of pre-orders getting canceled. Like you, like yeah. you guys were talking in the yeah. chat. I'm, I'm so afraid of ordering anything for release day through Amazon. Uh, that is a game at this point. Like I had a friend who had his copy of ghost of Tsushima delayed for a whole week. 
another one who had the last the last of us part two delayed for like two weeks and he's just like i had to he's like i had to completely get off the internet so it didn't get ruined for me this is ridiculous like why why is it not showing up from amazon when i was promised release day delivery and just i hear more and more horror stories about that like "Mm, no i'm good i want to i want to physically go pick it up and make sure i have it in hand the day it comes out if I can go at midnight, I would like to go at midnight and yeah. pick it up and be able to yeah. stare at it and plug it in and everything like that. I, I don't I, want to wait for the you. The only yeah. reason I want to be able to get it at midnight is because November 10th, the release date, is also Beyond Light Day. I need to get that sucker home and start installing that game. Yeah. So that when the patch goes live in the morning, I can install it and then sit in the queue with everyone else trying to get live. Yeah. Same. It's a shared experience for all of us. <laughs> I should take the day off work. I shall. Yeah. What is yeah, the tenth? What is the tenth? Is it a Tuesday? Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's reset day, baby. That's the day. Why? Why is it a Tuesday? It's always a Tuesday, Corey. Where no, have you been? I know. No, I'm saying like the console <laughs> launch too. Like, I'm gonna yeah, the media. All the, the the media that goes with it is releasing on that day, which <laughs> is because point, of Sonic my, the Hedgehog. My conspiracy headphones are coming on. <laughs> I uh, I fully believe that this console was supposed to come out on a Saturday. Actually, I think this was supposed to come out on eleven seven for one one seven for Halo. And then when it got delayed, they were like, "Oh well, screw this. We'll bump it to Tuesday and release it with Destiny." It's now instead. a Destiny box. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now Bungie is coming to save us in the eleventh hour again. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. Game One Game Pass Beyond Light. Yeah, uh, it's it's <laughs> coming to Game Pass in what two weeks? Like a week and a half. Uh, this week. This week? Oh yeah, uh, I guess it is. It's either the fifteenth or the twenty second. I believe it's, it's the fifteenth. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Is it? Uh, oh well. I think if it's only, the fifteenth. If only we Xbox. had these magical boxes sitting in front of us to uh, tell us things Probably. that we need to know. But speaking of <laughs> Game Pass, guys, EA Play coming yeah. to Game Pass. I know that was that was so, the other thing I was going to mention. That's so, oh okay. <sighs> Sorry, didn't mean to steal your thunder there, but no, no, it's good. Like I. I can't. I already subscribed to EA Play. Like I, yeah. What? What are they gonna like grandfather me a couple of extra months because I already paid for this? I kind of want to know that too because I had a year membership, which I mean, granted, is up in January anyways. But yeah, mine's up in February, so I mean, it's this. This is so massive though because this also kind of explains the mysterious absence of EA at the Sony PlayStation Five reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, well, where are they at? Like, they, they're nowhere to be seen. Like, them and Ubisoft are both kind of conspicuously absent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we come out find out that Microsoft bought all the marketing for, like, every Ubisoft game under the sun. Yeah. Uh, and EA Play is coming to Game Pass. Like, that's Madden, FIFA, every Star Wars game. Like, Titanfall 2. <laughs> Titanfall, yeah. the Titanfall franchise, the Battlefield franchise, all now has Xbox branding slapped across it. And they have every Bioware game, like the, the whatever the next Mass Effect is, Dragon Age. Zoom. They they made some other game <laughs> called Anthem at some point. Plant, I don't think uh, about Plants that. Plants vs Zombies. Bejeweled. We got the yeah. real killer app. We got Bejeweled and Tetris marketing on Xbox now. Yeah, nice. But uh, oh, that, that's, that's huge. Where's the, you got the ten hour trials here? You got the vault. <laughs> Jesus, like. Yeah, now, now the like what would what would even uh, more sweeten the deal is if it was uh, if it was EA Play uh, Pro where you get the new games day one in there too. 
<laughs> I wonder if there'll be an option for that at some point. I wonder if it'll be an option to upgrade for not like the full price. Yeah. Like like an extra like if like you pay, pay like, like an extra 20, five dollars a month. Yeah, if you pay oh, twenty yeah. bucks a month, you get this. I wonder if you guys will be upgraded into the pro category when that happens. That'd be awesome. I'm I'm curious. So I kind of speculated about this with uh, Corey and Head earlier this week, but I think that with them saying like, "Oh, it's happening in November," I think that's another way for Microsoft to come out and say. Look at this. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is added to the vault on Series X launch day with next-gen enhancements. There you go. Uh, I I would play through that game again with next-gen enhancements. I would absolutely. I haven't finished it yet, so I I definitely would like to play that game with with, uh, up-resolution and all that stuff. That game was so good, dude. It's easily the best Star Wars game in the last, like, 15 years. Yeah. So I was, not that that bar is okay, high, but math checks out, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, the last I, good Star Wars game was Republic Commando. So ooh, fifteen years. I backwards so compatible, I, so, by the way. So I it so is. I said this. It was free I, for a while. Yeah, that game's cool, baby. Every Star Wars game has been on there. So I said this to add and here now my conspiracy uh <laughs> are coming on. Uh I was saying, what if, what if this all is is like kind of leading to something like a like what if what if all of a sudden we get like that that Kotor three is coming out and and it's gonna be an Xbox you know Series X exclusive. Man, that has been <laughs> Ray and I's conspiracy theory for at least four years now. Yeah, is that God? What, what I, is the one thing that they could do to compete with Spider-Man and it, like Nicio Republic is the most obvious thing I can think of. Yeah, oh, man. and just just with them doing this though, like just makes mm-hmm. it seem like there's gotta be something there bigger is something. going on yeah. behind behind all of this. Like this is just the the little taste of like of what's what's to come kind of thing. It seems like it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, by the way, Mass Microsoft. Effect trilogy remaster on Game Pass day one this fall. Microsoft, oh, man. EA. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. Microsoft just backed a gigantic truck of money up to EA and was like, "Hey, in exchange for not buying WB games, why don't you come to Game Pass?" No. Or, yeah. or they could do like. By the way, the Mass Effect remat like remake is coming out, or remaster or whatever. If you already purchased the games, you get them for you get the remaster for free, like digitally. I just, there, there is so much you can do here. I would pay an absurd amount of money to see the terms of this deal. Yeah, I can't imagine how expensive this must be. But I mean, if you don't have a big first party title this fall, yeah. Like, but the thing is, is, is like even if only like. Even if three dollars a month of Game Pass went to EA, like that that subscription's only thirty dollars a year anyway. Oh, EA. it's it's so it's so worth it. It's not even funny. Like Microsoft jumped at EA access coming to them. They went to both Microsoft and Sony, and Sony's like, "Well, we don't think it provides a good enough value to our player base." <laughs> Jokes on you it's guys. Because eighty percent of the stuff on that service is backwards compatible stuff that would play on PlayStation. <laughs> well, anyway. well, now it is, but when it first launched, it wasn't. You remember we didn't have backwards compatibility for like a year or two into the console. No, I know, but I mean, like, yeah. That's, Oh, now, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead, like, you got Dead Space, Mass Effect, they've given, I've got Dragon so many Age. DLC packs for Battlefield through that. Like, every time I, another one comes out, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll go play some more Battlefield. This is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Great deal. That's a, 
that's it. I mean, there's really nothing else to say. Great deal. Like Dave said specifically, they're going to have uh, other offers and special content for Game Pass subscribers now. So I'm really curious to see what that is. Like probably with Game Pass perks, like give me some Madden Ultimate points or some Star Wars Battlefront credits. Yeah. I am, I'm all about that stuff. Yeah. Well, it's like it was already a great deal, and now it's and like the, literally. Oh, you, yeah. That's what Corey and I were saying. We're like the best deal in gaming got even better. Even if you mm-hmm. don't like EA, everyone likes Star Wars games. You're a dirty liar if you say you don't. Mm-hmm. And now you don't have to like directly be giving them your money. <laughs> you can, you can you wait can till it hits the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. The last thing we're gonna kind of talk about here is the Ubisoft Forward event that happened this week. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, nothing really. It what? It was an event. Yeah. It it was an event. My favorite. I think. Uh, hold on. Let me get here. My favorite announcement was uh, Steep Trials of the Blood Dragon: New Dawn, uh, or Riders Republic, is what everybody else is calling it. That, that I've never seen such a tailor-made game for such a small audience that I am a part of ever <laughs> be announced until this. And like I think Logan and I both were losing our minds on Twitter, being like, oh my god, this is a game just for us. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't, we're not going to cover the whole thing. I just want to know what everybody's favorite announcements were, what some were kind of disappointing. Uh, no, uh, no Splinter Cell. Got some, got yeah. got a lot of Sam Fisher in there though. Yeah. Yeah. Aiden Pierce also made his return. I've given way. up any and all hope on Splinter Cell at this point. We'll all, all our hopes now rest on Joanna Dark. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. So yeah. Yeah. I. For for me, like I, you know, obviously like Watch Dogs. I don't know. I still it's it still looks fun. I I still need to see more like. Because I feel like we get like little gameplay things here and there and stuff of it, but like, I still I still want to see like an actual gameplay like video of it, like someone playing, you know, the the most recent build of it, like playing it and you know see like kind of see what it does to get super excited for it. Like I'm I you know I'm I'm excited for it. Like I I like the idea of what we're getting and like. You know, I'm one of the few who didn't, I didn't really mind either of the first ones. Like they, like I didn't, I wasn't as down on them as, you know, so a lot of people were, but um, I think I it kind of, you know, it did enough for one. me. It did, it did perfectly fine with me. You know, like this, it's kind of like the same idea as like what happened with Crackdown 3. Like, like so many people just gave that game so much shit, but I honestly, it was fun. It was fun to play it. Like, yeah, it didn't do anything like spectacular, or, you know, like make you know like this you know best game in the world or whatever. But it was fine. And like you know, sometimes it's nice to just have games that you know you can just play and it, you don't have to think about a whole lot. It just was a simple, easy game to play and just have fun and you know like i would say it would that that game was better the uh, crackdown is three as bad as it was was better than rage 2 <laughs> yeah. like rage 2 was a hell of a lot more boring in my opinion um and i bought both of them but you know like so for me like 
I'm pretty sure I'll probably end up liking it. I loved one and two. So, you know, like just uh, all these new things that they're kind of doing. And, and I would imagine that there's a lot more to it than just, you know, just the new characters uh, stuff as far as mechanics go. But I really like how each character kind of has their traits. And, and it's, you know, it's kind of reminds me of what they tried to do in State of Decay 2. Where, like, each character kind of, like, this one was good at shooting and and this one was good at like you know uh botany and you know this one was you know like they're kind of doing that whole thing with it and i really think that's cool that you can kind of build your own team you know depending on what kind of their their abilities are you know and like it, it just seems really really interesting and then the other one was the uh um wasn't it didn't it used to be called like Gods and monsters, or whatever. Yeah, immortals. Yeah. immortals Phoenix yeah. Rising. That game looks so fun. It looks cool, but the name sucks. Like, got like yeah. I know yeah. it was probably like a licensing issue because I think there's a movie called Gods and Monsters that's either out or is coming out or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, if you want, <laughs> if you want 4K Breath of the Wild, here you go. <laughs> that's all I can really say. It, well, it's like, like it's more like it's like a mix between like like Breath of the Wild and like almost well, uh, like Monster the, Hunter. It's the it's the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team, so I'm expecting yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and th- there's a like I know they didn't show it. Maybe they showed it in the presentation. I don't know. I just watched the trailer. But there's like a really mm-hmm. in depth character customization option where like. You can make your character look insanely ridiculous uh, and play as that character. It's not just the... Kind of like my Monster Hunter World. Yeah. yeah, Monster Hunter World. I think I spent two of the 15 hours I put into that game creating my character. Yeah. So. Yeah, because it, it just gives me vibes of Mon- Monster Hunter World where there's just like these really, really big creatures that you're, tr- that you're trying to take down. Like there's little guys too. You know, and, and Breath of the Wild has that too, but I feel like, you know, like in this game, there's just going to be a lot more characters that are scale, you know, to scale are way bigger than you. Yeah. And stuff. So, like, I, I, I definitely like that when you can go up against, like, big, big creatures and little creatures, you know, and, like, just kind of mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm really interested to see the Series X version compared like you know how websites do the video comparison i'm ex- i'm excited to see the series x version compared to the switch version because it's coming to <laughs> everything so, yeah uh, including stadia which had the marketing campaign for this game apparently so. yeah they leaked the gameplay of it <laughs> uh, uh bill harrison showed up there so uh this i don't have a whole lot of faith in this game yeah Everything that man touches just is bad. <laughs> when when Microsoft has the marketing for every single game in this presentation, except for this one, yeah, it, it's a bad sign. Uh, also, the December third release date does not inspire a lot of confidence in me. The only thing that I ha- that I can say about that is Far Cry three released in December. Oh yeah, I mean, I was just like, I can't time, believe though. you're not bumping this to like spring, but then I was like, oh well. We have Far Cry, supposedly, which that didn't get any gameplay here, so that's probably not coming out. Yeah, <laughs> We saw more of a Writer's Republic than we did of Far Cry 6 here. So True. I'll we let saw you more of that Switch far- of the February games is coming out. <laughs> we saw more of that Far Cry VR game than we did of Far Cry 6. So. That's true. 
Oh, man. Uh, Just give me Far Cry 5 uh, upraised on Series X, and I'll be perfectly fine with that. Uh, also, the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake did not look great either. It looks uh, like a late gen or a late yeah. stage PS3 game, frankly. Yeah, and like the one console it looks like it should be on, it's not on, which would be the Switch. It, I thought it, I thought they were I thought it was the, like I thought for some reason this was like going to be the Switch first game, and this was the trailer for the Switch version, and it's like nope, it's coming to Xbox One. I genuinely can't believe this isn't coming to the Switch. I know. I bet it will later. I, oh, they'll get they'll get the double dippers. Oh yeah, yeah. You might as well just play the original on uh, Xbox One backwards compatibility. Yep, I already own it. It's already yeah. there. Ten bucks, just buy it. Uh, yeah, see the see when like when people were talking about it, I hadn't seen the video or anything of it yet, and I I was I was full on thinking that this was a, a remake of the second one. Um. You know, like the first one, the first one they redid the classic or whatever for for Xbox and like you know, like the I thought it was going to be one of the side-scrolling ones redone, oh. like which I I actually would rather have because I love that original side-scrolling ones and I would love well, to they, see like a really really good version of those on Xbox. Then they remake. Then they do that for 360 for an arcade game. They, they did remade. the classic. Yeah. Yeah, just the first one though. I don't know, man. Like they were showing side by side comparisons of this of this Prince with that uh, the game that came out alongside the movie, uh, that trailer, yeah. and it was like the, that game looked way better than this one. Uh, but also, like it came out later that this was a trailer from like six months ago that they and there's like a new build of this game. I'm like, well, why did you use a trailer from like six months ago? Like, I understand everybody's working from home, but that takes, like, you record some gameplay off of, a, off of a capture card and send it to your video guy and say, hey, make a trailer. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think that a trailer would take six months to make. I feel like that, I mean, I've cut trailers before in two hours, and I'm not saying that, like, not saying that I'm Ubisoft or anything, but, like, they definitely have the resources to get that done in, like, a week or two. But also, if you already have a trailer cut and you just replace the footage with newer footage, yeah. that's even easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's just so much about this event, much like the first one was bad. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted it to end, frankly. Uh, and the only two <laughs> things I actually came away like super stoked for out of this was a re release, the relisting of Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Yeah. Which, let me tell you, if you've never played this game, my friends, and you like beat-em-ups, you need to play this game. It's a great game. It's a great game. It's one of the very best movie comic adaptations ever. Uh, so, it is stupidly fun and stupidly hard. The co- the the whole soundtrack is there, too. Yeah. And it's like, it's gra- great. the sound in it is great, because it's perfect. It's, it's like, it's, as long as you can, like frame of like how it's a it's just a simple beat-em-up game type of thing mm-hmm. like it's not like it all has like a retro style to it and everything but it is perfect in that context yeah uh, mm-hmm. i'm very know, excited what, to play this on the switch whenever i was looking through like the ubisoft stuff like it's just like the one like one thing that came to mind was just like unnecessary like did you need to have like an event to say that you're gonna keep making all the games that you've been making mm-hmm. like i i don't know I, I get it like i don't really have a problem against ubisoft it's just like i don't 
It's like you're saving all this for a dump just to have something like to say and just like I don't know. What just... out of this presentation could not have been shown at the main Ubisoft forward back in July? That's what I want to know. We got we got the same Watch Dogs Legion trailer for a third time this summer. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to note that we saw that exact trailer minus the music video. And, which was also very bizarre uh, at the pre-show for the Xbox event and at the Ubisoft Forward. I'm so tired of seeing this same trailer now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like I just any any desire I had to touch this has just gone out the window now. I'm like, God, God just release this, please. Speaking like, of this, speaking <sighs> of speaking of soundtracks, like what was that? What was that music in the Immortals trailer? By the way, to circle back to that real quick, what was what was that music? In this game about you know ancient mythology and you're like what was the music during that? I I just I, I just don't know. I was like this <laughs> like by itself I'm sure the song is fine and by itself I'm sure the gameplay footage that they showed for Immortals was fine but like they don't. Mm-hmm. Eh. But can, can we? Can we please focus on the fact that every single game shown had bizarre music choice, and they actually <laughs> did a music video inside of Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. Inside Watch Dogs, we did a music video, and it wasn't a good one either. It was real bad. It was real, real bad. If you would have asked me, if you would have brought up Watch Dogs Legion, and it, I'm not saying it's a bad game or anything. Yeah. I, I was excited at one point, but if you would have asked me, like, like, are you going to get this? But like, isn't the game out already? I honestly thought the game came out, like, three or four times by now. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's like, I keep getting, like, trailers for it and be like, yeah, I get the gist. I don't need any more until you have something new to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, That's where to I'm me, at. putting that part into the presentation and, like, not showing anything new for this game mm-hmm. and then coming out and having the audacity to claim that you couldn't but Yves' statement on all the misconduct that's been going on, which already mm-hmm. was cut from the July showcase. Mm-hmm. To tell me you couldn't edit that four-minute non-apology and honestly baloney statement into the beginning <laughs> of your presentation, even on the VOD version, is just that's levels of cowardice I didn't think I would actually well, see from a company this year. Well, you know that that footage is actually stored with the with the current Prince of per- Prince of Persia assets. It's, oh my it, god, it just... I hate you so much. <laughs> this presentation was actually a build from six months ago. Yeah. So it, wait, the, the no, new like presentation was all it different. felt like outtakes <laughs> from the July show. I don't know why sure, any of this it was. You, you could you could have made that. 15 minutes longer, just slapped Immortals onto the end in Riders Republic, and you would have had the exact same show. Yeah. This is this is bad. Like, they didn't even notify the creator of Scott Pilgrim that they were going to re-release the game. He's like, me and the original dev team have nothing to do with this. <laughs> we didn't know this was happening. Ubisoft never told us they were going to do this. They just decided to do it. We were just as surprised as the rest of you. Bummer. Like, oh my god, this is this is pathetic. Also, this is how you sell DLC for a game that never sold in the first place, i.e. Steep. Yeah. You take the DLC, you make it into a brand new game, and say, here you go. They released DLC for that game. They released two DLCs for that game. You could have fooled me. They released, they released this like a... This looks like this. This is the Miles Morales of the Steep franchise. No, I told you. It's, it's, it's Steep Trials of the Blood Dragon New Dawn. 
I'm not going to lie. When I first started seeing the bikes, I was like, oh, hey, this is Trials. And then like, oh, hey, this isn't Trials. I'm immediately less interested. If if it wasn't... <laughs> they pulled a snowboard on me, and I was like, oh, I'm back in. By the way, if, if it wasn't so important for me to like have the title be about the first portion of this show, about being the Xbox, the title of this episode would totally be Steep, Trials of the Blood Dragon, New Dawn. <laughs> Two. Two. <laughs> Rising. <laughs> Rising. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Odyssey. Beyond Light. <laughs> Game of the Year edition. Infinite. <laughs> Infinite. Remastered. Ultimate, Ultimate edition. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what some of these Ubisoft editions look like by the time you get through all the subtitles and the edition names. By the way, to watch this on your Xbox Series X, you're gonna have to pay you're gonna have to buy it for an extra forty dollars even if you own the game already. <laughs> I heard the PlayStation version of the has got an extra trailer. Yeah, this show is actually published by 505 Games. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say about Ubisoft, though, uh, as much as I am enjoying ragging on them, I really did like them coming out and saying that Siege is going to run at 120 frames per second. Uh, yeah. That game has one of the best, I think, just one of the best communities online right now. Um, and it's definitely a game that has endured and gets so many updates. People who are hardcore into that love it so much. I, um, I used to only play that game. Oh that was God, it for I the longest it. time. Uh, I don't have the temperament to play it. So, I mean, I, I think, also just Rainbow Six campaign again. So, I think it's nice that like all of the game, all of Ubisoft's games are going to be like you're going to get those current, those next gen mm-hmm. upgrades for free, uh, which yeah. is nice, yeah. except for Prince of Persia. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if yeah, you have to was, buy the well, that one's getting yeah, downgraded. Coming to Xbox One and PS4, and people are like, "How the hell are we going to play it on? Like, how are we going to play it on next gen consoles?" And it's like, "Well, it is forwards All compatible, it. but it's pretty it's, bad that they're not announcing an upresed version." It's like it's like they said. All of our games will get an up-resolution uh, up version, but at one cost. <laughs> I'm waiting to do the Prince of Persia <laughs> uprest, and they replace the prince with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> uh, man, uh, they they've come a long way since that Watchdogs trailer and charging for the ending as DLC to Prince of Persia twenty near two thousand what seven was that? Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, we're gonna kind of wrap it up here. Uh, there's a couple things that we could have touched on, but just run it run it ran out of time. So, uh, we uh. We playing anything before we get out of here? Uh, Just Fortnite. <laughs> I unlocked all the uh, the Marvel characters, and now now I'm just going to get those uh, foils, <laughs> like the rare uh, skin things for them or whatever. Where it's basically every character that I unlocked, including uh, when I unlocked Wolverine, but he'll be just all look all metal, just like he's all silver. Cool. I really so. liked I really liked the Marvel skins. I just I wasn't gonna play enough Fortnite to get them, so I was just yeah. like, man, yeah, like like the Deadpool skin. I wanted that skin. I wanted the Batman skins. Yeah. I wanted the Captain America yeah. skin. I'm like, well, the ones I can buy, I'm not paying twenty five dollars for. And B, the ones you get unlocked through the Battle Pass, I'm not paying for the Battle Pass because I won't pay play that long. So yeah, um, yeah. But I like the Storm skin too. The Storm skin was awesome the punk one yeah yeah that one's so cool yeah yeah Yeah. uh joe you playing anything so 
I have been a little stressed the past couple weeks, so I have actually played a game that I just wanted to like, be by myself for a little bit, oddly enough, and it's like an online game, but <laughs> I've started playing Fallout 76 again just to go oh, okay. into a world and like build some stuff. <sighs> yeah. I, I've enjoyed it, but also, like, I have to... Qu- I probably stop playing that game. If I play that game for an hour, I've actually quit playing during that hour probably, like, three times. Like, I will lose something and then just be like, okay, I'm done. Then I come back to it, like, ten minutes later. Um, but at least <laughs> it's, it's, like, keeps the pressure off. It's I get too sweaty when I play, like, multiplayer games and stuff like yeah. that. Just wanted to go and drink some radiated water for a little bit. It's all right. Hopefully this week I'll get back in, back into, like, other games but that's the only thing I picked up. Cool. Uh, Josh? Oh, man. I'm I'm on my... Tri- I've eliminated one game out of the trifecta that I talked about last week. I finished Tell Me Why this morning. Uh, really, really nice. loved it. I uh, encourage anybody who likes just a slower-paced game with a really, really good story and a good sense of world-building to go play it. Uh, probably the thing that would sum it up in one sentence is the highs are extremely high, but the lows are really freaking low. Uh, there are parts in that, that game, specifically in episode two, that I'm just like, what? Why? This makes no sense, but okay. Um, Wasteland 3, of course, still playing some more of that, but I've played more Avengers than anything this week. Um, oh. I'm very close to a point where I'm about ready to just throw Avengers out the window, though, with all the technical problems. Um, mm-hmm. It is literally... I downloaded four patches last week, and the game is still literally unplayable for me at times. I still cannot play the final campaign mission, uh, because it's completely bugged for me. And just, like, I don't mind, like, popping textures and stuff, but, like, the game is just... For, like, I'll have the game go, like, completely black screen but i'm still playing like the image will literally be flickering on and off of my screen yeah that um, happened to me that I, happened to me yeah what two nights ago i think i was i loaded in and i, I had to restart the game three times and yeah. then like the first time the screen just went black and, and like i could still hear like the menu stuff and like mm-hmm. you know voices or whatever screen just went black restarted it the 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 main theme music was skipping mm-hmm at the mm-hmm. menu screen and like I was like okay maybe if I load in it just kept skipping and I couldn't there was no dialogue for the story mission there was no dialogue for anything so I restarted again and then I got this weird bug where like uh Hulk and Kamala like there's like this weird black line around their hairlines and I thought like my I HDR I got that with Black se- Widow multiple times I thought I thought my like HDR settings were off mm-hmm. and like I went through my i probably spent like 15 minutes on my tv like are my hdr settings off so i went through my tv i went through the game's menu i went through my xbox's menu no it was fine it was just like a bug the only other thing uh that i do kind of want to note that i've had with an issue on that game is we were playing a multiplayer mission the other night and when we were in it i went down i got revived but i had no, my abilities didn't show up on the screen. My HUD was basically gone. Mm-hmm. I'm running around. It's still saying that I'm down. I'm clearly running around killing enemies. And we get to the end of this mission, and it's a long, hard mission, multiple floors you have to get through in a hive. And I got no XP gains. I got no progress. It didn't count towards my achievements. It didn't count towards in-game uh, quests, in-game bounties, nothing. I, I just I had to turn it off after that. I... 
like I said, I'm just I'm losing any and all desire to play this game right now because I'm sympathetic for a game that's a game as a service launching a little bit broken. I've been through enough Destiny launches to know how this works. Uh, I played the Division and the Division Two, and I understand and how this works. <laughs> and I did not play Anthem. I oh, we did. <laughs> returned Anthem still in the cellophane. I got an urgent call from Ray Apollo saying, "Do not open this game. Take it straight back." Um, it like force quit his PS4 multiple times. Yeah. So hmm. this is by far to me this is the roughest launch of any games as a service title, with the exception of like Anthem and Fallout seventy six. Like it is barely stepping outside of that, and that's because the story is just so damn good. Yeah, that's like um, the only reason why I'm playing. It. I'm yeah. like, I want to finish the when story. The, when the game decides it wants to work. It's incredible. Like I had, I had very few issues playing the campaign up until the end, and I was like, "All right, this is annoying. I really want to see the end of the story. I want to, you know, I want to pop my achievements. I want to go do the iconic missions. I'll play some multiplayer." I've never run into so many problems with a multiplayer game in my life, though, and I kind of understand why outlets were like giving it six or six and a half. They were like. This is, it's a great story. It's great. It's good gameplay. The loot system sucks, though. I really don't enjoy the loot. And, man, it's the uh, amount of technical glitches. This game should not have come out in its current form. It should have been delayed again, honestly. It's like thing, November. My thing with the loot is like, oh, I'm just, every time it says, you got more powerful loot, I just go in there and I hold L2 or L left trigger and it. it loads it up i'm like okay my my loot's ready to go there, the, the loot means nothing until you get close to the power cap which really pisses me off like to an extent that happens in destiny as well but destiny you can at least infuse your stuff this you can only infuse for up to 10 levels past what you get it from and that is just such a dumb thing to me I I just I don't know. I'm losing any and all desire to play it. I think I'm close to the point where I'm gonna put it down until some of the DLC characters are in it yeah. next month and like the Hawkeye quest line and the Black Panther stuff coming in November and hope that the Series X uh thing brings stability because this thing's crashing on high end PCs too. This yeah. game is just not it's not finished, it's quite to, frankly. It's to the point where like I want to finish the story, but I might just put it down until the Series X comes out so yeah. I can play it at a because like the there's literally no difference between performance and 4K mode except that it runs at a lower at a lower frame. Rate if you me. told me and I did not know the history behind this studio and you came to me and this was my first game that I was playing from this studio and you said, "Oh yeah, I can't believe there's that many issues. This is the same studio that made Rise of the Tomb Raider and the Tomb Raider reboot." I would call you a liar. Yeah. Because yeah. this is so night and day different. Like those games launch little to no bugs. Uh, outside of like some of your usual technical issues you'll have at launch for a big AAA title, this thing needed a few more like weeks or months or something of QA. I just I don't understand how anybody played this and was like, yeah, this is ready to release. This should have been. This should have been. Uh, yeah. This should have come out in no. Like this would have been a perfect yeah. compliment to the console launches. I feel like. That's and that's what I think. Like I really think the fact that we were hearing about the technical improvements to this game for next gen two months before it even came out <laughs> really did not bode well for me when I was hearing it. And I, I was not going to pick this game up. Uh, I you know very generously uh, a friend gifted it to me. I, I'm appreciative for. It. I genuinely when it's working, I'm having fun playing with my. I want to tell you like. Is- People were like really sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, no, like, they were talking about Iron Man and like like Iron Man's kind of like the 
they are like Iron Man's like the worst player to play as. I'm I'm playing through the Iron Man segment of the story right now. I'm having a blast. It feels like it feels like Anthem and like flying it around. It was awful in the demo and the beta just because you were so on rails in that. Yeah. That's what a lot of people were judging it off of. Like I dreaded playing as Iron Man after that. And I mean, I still like him. He's not my favorite, but when this game clicks, it's like the next gen Ultimate Alliance I always wanted. Uh huh. But. Man, when it's not working, it's just a miserable, crappy experience. Like it's not even like Destiny, where I can go, ha ha, at some of the glitches and like go on and do something else. It's like, no, like this game actually sucks when it's not working. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my rant. Uh, I'm Avengers uh, guys. Do not buy Avengers. Wait for it to go to half price right now. Yeah, it's if gonna it's be. Not, it's, it's gonna be thirty bucks on Black Friday, uh, and you'll have the next gen consoles to play it on. Like that's probably the perfect time to buy it. Honestly, uh, like you, this game was gifted to me and i was i was like well i do want to play it and i was kind of on like a superhero high because we had just seen uh gotham knights and suicide squad and i actually went and purchased the uh (laughs) arkham collection for Mm -hmm. for uh it was on sale i think that week anyway for like all like all of it was on sale for like 15 bucks i think yeah and uh so i ended up getting that and then i uh I was like, oh man, I kind of want to play Avengers too, but I'm not going to pay for that money, so I'll just play Batman. And then uh, I was gifted the Avengers, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to play the Avengers now. And like, what I've played of it is awesome. Like, I I knew next to nothing about Kamala Khan, right? Like, I'm I not an avid comic book reader. The only comics I read when I was little were like X Men and Ninja Turtles, right? Like, that's seriously the only comics I ever read. Mm-hmm. And it, I got to a certain age where I just kind of stopped reading comics, right? Like I, I just mm-hmm. didn't keep up that hobby because I had too many at the time anyway. Uh, so I knew next to nothing about Come On Con, and like just playing this game makes me like Miss Marvel. The Disney Plus series is now my most anticipated Disney Plus series. Like she's such an endearing, such a like mm-hmm. just like a really fun character to watch in this game, and that's what's she... keeping me going. Yeah, she's the feel-good hero that we needed this year. Oh, yeah. In such a bleak year for so many different reasons, she is emblematic of the hope that we need right now. Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And, like, that's, like, the secret thing about this game is, like, the campaign is not an Avengers game. It's definitely a Kamala Khan game with Avengers mm-hmm. moments in it. And it's, like, this is... This was the game... Like, like... It's not like you said that this game has so many problems, but it's probably my favorite game I've played this year on the story alone. Yeah. Uh, uh, story wise, and, and like that's and that, see that's my conundrum. Like the game is so utterly broken that I can't give it anything higher than like a six or a seven at the absolute most. Like I'm enjoying so much about it, but it's so utterly broken. I I can't play for more than twenty minutes without the game breaking on me, and that's such a shame. Not not even Fallout did this to me. Yeah. Like seventy six wasn't this broken when I played at launch week. Yeah. It was bad, but it wasn't this broken. It was bad for other reasons. Yeah. Oh, the other day I had to restart a mission to speaking of broken. Sorry, I didn't mean to like really mm-hmm. steer the conversation to the left here. But I had to restart a mission, like not even just to the last checkpoint, but uh, the whole mission because one mm-hmm. of the two of the enemies got stuck in the geometry of the level and I couldn't hit yep. them or break them or anything. That's like, happened to me so many times. Oh. 
Yeah. I just I turn it off. I walk away at that point. Yeah. Like I, I'm gonna go back to less frustrating experience. I'm gonna go back to Wasteland, which is significantly harder and probably more infuriating for my blood pressure, but I'm actually having a good time. <laughs> I uh yeah. So So play Wasteland three instead. There you go. <laughs> uh yeah, I I wanna play I I'll I think I'm gonna play a little bit tonight, but if it breaks on me tonight, I'm like I'm just gonna wait till yeah. the Series X comes out and play it then. So mm-hmm. uh but is that is that all you've been playing, Josh? Yes, that that is all I've been playing. Hmm. Cool. Uh, I've been playing Avengers. We already talked about it. Destiny. Uh, probably talk a lot about it on Tower Casuals next week. But uh, did get Travelers chosen last night. Mitch and I did the whole quest <laughs> from like we started at nine thirty. I think we ended at one thirty. Uh, it's a great quest. Yeah, it was. It was fun. I wish it wasn't one thirty in the morning when I finished it. But, uh, <laughs> so I did that, and then I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is... Activision is secretly doing the best job at these remakes and remasters. Like, I mean, I know the Final Fantasy VII has gotten great reviews, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting for the Xbox version next year. Uh what was the other big remake? Oh, Resident, the Resident, Resident Evil games Evil. are, you know, yeah. but Tony Hawk is like, it's the best remake I think I've played this far. Uh, you know, the, what they did with, what they started with Crash and Spyro and now into Tony Hawk, like, mm-hmm. I can't stop playing Tony Hawk. I really can't. And it makes me mad that it's not on Switch because this would totally be a game. I would be literally playing yeah. all day, every day, if it was on the Switch. Uh, but playing it, on the Xbox, it's like, man, I remember all of this. I remember all of this. And adding the the Tony Hawk 3 and 4 moves in there, too, added a whole bunch mm-hmm. of new interesting things that you can do in levels that it almost breaks the levels at some point. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I, I'm like, if they put out DLC for 3 and 4, I'm the day one purchase for those things. For oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Trials for me. Like I remember when that for when Trials HD came out for Xbox. Yeah. Like like that was the first game I think that I had ever picked up that was like wasn't a shooter that you know like that that was like a multiplayer game that you know like consumed a lot of my free time. Yeah. But like when Trials came out that that game was like brought back a lot of memories to all the time that I used to put into the Tony Hawk games. And yeah. now yeah, like in these remakes like you said like for me like you know Resident Evil 2 is, you know the original was like my favorite game of all time. And and then the remake was just like okay they like I was so worried but they managed to take my favorite game and make it even better mm-hmm. you know and 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 it's the same with these Tony Hawk games like they've made the first and second one like a hundred times better than what they originally were and yeah they did such a good job with it like I definitely would agree that it's like right up there with some of the greatest remakes of all time yeah or yeah so uh but that's that's kind of all i've been playing so uh but we're gonna get out of here i want to thank everybody for watching (laughs) arsenal x live on twitch uh you can follow us on twitch at boss rush games live you can also check out our youtube channel at youtube.com slash boss rush games and on our website at boss rush games.com this show goes live on podcast feeds every tuesday so you can check us out there uh Joe, where can we find you? 
Colonel Panic everywhere. Check the show notes. <laughs> yes. Links <laughs> links are in the show notes, everybody. Uh, Josh, where can we find you? Uh, uh, you can find me every Thursday night on the Tower Casuals right here. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Josh underscore Finn. That's Finn with two N's, as always. And come follow me for piping hot Xbox and sandwich takes. <laughs> Earl Sandwich still didn't follow you. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere as Phantom NXS. Uh, you can find me at Corey, I am Corey in HD on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on Nintendo Power Block and Tower Casuals uh, and a plethora of content here on Boss Rush Games. Uh, very excited for some interesting video content coming up. Stay tuned for that. Uh, very, very excited for that. Uh, so. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you consume this show. We really appreciate it. You can check out all of our content on BossRushGames.com. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Jesse. This is Arsenal X, where we throw up the X. Because we are exiting the show. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.